When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Bites of Health, where we hope to take a bite out of your parent worries each day with sound advice and guidance. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist, and today I'm joined by our amazing pediatrician bestie, Dr. Dina DiMaggio. Hello, Dina. Hello, Jess. So today we are going to talk about what is normal and not normal in newborns. And just to clarify what we mean here, as a new parent, oftentimes, you know, we'll see things that it's the first time we're seeing them and we get scared that maybe something is wrong. So really, we're hoping to allay those concerns with this episode. So the clock is ticking. Let's get to it. Dina, first of all, do you want to maybe just give a little message to parents about, you know, how we know that it's scary having a newborn? (laughs) We're scared of newborns, too, because they can't tell us when they're sick and not sick, Um, you know, and they're so little and, you know, they're just learning how to do things. So we understand all all the late night phone calls from newborns because as new parents, you know, They're new. They don't come with instructions, as we often say, and you're just getting to learn them. So we understand. All right. Can we start with with poop? So let's talk stool. (laughs) Before a, a couple has a baby, no one talks about poop at all. And then you have a baby and it's all about the poop. So babies initially have black tarry stools called meconium in the beginning that then become brown, yellow, seedy, and watery in the first week. And after that, stools can be green or yellow or orange or brown and a whole rainbow of colors and are often liquidy. So we often get calls from parents worried that the baby has diarrhea. But in reality, a lot of baby stools are just liquidy. So if they're growing fine and it's not bloody, then, you know, it's a normal baby stool. On the opposite end, we often get calls that babies seem constipated since when they're pooping, they often grunt when they're stooling, become red in the face and appear to strain when they're stooling. And that's because they're just learning how to poop. And it's hard pooping while lying down. So that's why they make all those faces. If the stool is soft and the babies are often not constipated, and it's unusual for small babies to become constipated, since they're not, they're only eating breast milk or formula, and they're not typically eating more constipating foods that toddlers typically eat, like carbs and bananas and rice in older kids. Also, initially, babies can stool with each feeding, called the gastrocolic reflux, and this stool pattern eventually slows down. So breastfed babies can even go one week, that's right, one week, without having a bowel movement, and that is often completely normal too, as long as the stool is soft when they poop, and they're passing gas, voiding regularly, and not vomiting. When they do poop, I promise you, it will be a huge explosion. So don't worry about it. Um, All these things are are normal as babies. I never realized how much I'd be studying poop and talking about poop before I became a parent. And just like that, those first six months in particular, I just remember studying everything that was coming out of my kids, right? Both directions, yes. Exactly. Well, speaking of both directions, how about we talk about congestion? Yeah, that's another top phone call we get. And often one of the first questions we get, you know, in the nursery um, is it's normal for babies to be congested and sound stuffy in the beginning. Parents may call it saying that their baby is wheezing, but wheezing is mostly heard with a stethoscope. 
Um, we worry if a baby is really wheezing and having trouble breathing, you'll notice our breathing quicker or more shallow or faster, not just the occasional breathing quicker, but it's more sustained. And a dangerous sign would be sucking into the muscles of the chest or the sternal notch, which is called retractions. So that's never normal. Sneezing, however, is very normal and a way to clear out nasal passages. We often leave a congested baby alone, um, but if it's interfering with feeding or bothering you, and then you can try to drop uh, one or two drops of saline, normal saline in each nostril to help clear the passageways. We don't recommend nasal suction too much, just once in a while, because, you know, hearts are suction to baby, they can move, you can traumatize their nose, and then it can become more swollen and more congested. What's that thing called? The nose Frida? Yes. The, that nose, the, Frida. the nose sucker? That thing traumatized me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what about hiccups? So another top concern we get is those hiccups, which are annoying to babies, but babies do fine with them. And you probably felt them in the womb too. So they're completely normal and do not bother babies. You can even feed through them. All right. Next up, skin. Any skin concerns or anything we should be aware of? Yeah, their skin is often so dry and peely and flaky in the beginning, which is completely normal because they were living inside of a wet environment for the last nine months. And now they're inside this cold outside world. It usually clears up with first baths. And I often just recommend to leave it alone, honestly, since a baby's skin is so gentle. But if you want to put some lotion on it, it's, it's not necessary. But if you decide to use it, make sure it's fragrance-free and hypoallergenic. Various rashes are also normal at this time. So we often get a rash called etox, which which kind of re- resembles hives, but it's not. It's just called etox, a normal baby rash. It resolves on its own um, within a few weeks. Not normal rashes, however, will be things like vesicles or blisters, Um, That could be a sign of herpes or yellow crusty rashes. That could be a sign of impetigo. And, you know, also rashes that are red and tender and swollen, especially if your baby has a fever are never normal. All right. Last thing, temperature. When should we be concerned? We got a lot of calls about um, temperature and we often get calls that a baby's feet or hands are feeling colder than the rest of the body, which is secondary and uh, to the circulatory system still developing. And it's completely normal as long as their core is warm. We also get a lot of calls about a baby running hot, which is very specific in newborns especially. So if your baby is at a 98 or 99 temp um, taken by an ear thermometer or forehead scanner, that is, you know, if your baby feels hot, you really want to take a rectal temperature on the baby, which is very scary for new parents, but it will not hurt them. So if your baby feels hot or irritable, lethargic, or not acting like him or herself, the first questions we're going to ask is if the baby has a fever. So you want to definitely undress your baby for a few minutes first because you don't want to take a, you know, a, a temperature on the baby after they've been swaddled, which could be falsely elevated. So take off the baby's clothes, wait about five minutes or so, and then the best way to take it is um, with a rectal thermometer. And if, it, if the temperature is above 100.4 rectally, if, especially if the baby's under two months old, there's immediate call to the pediatrician and often um, an ER visit. All right. Well, I learned something. We hope you learned something and we have lots more to share. You can get your bite of health every day, Monday through Friday. If you like what you've heard here, let us know. Leave us a review on Apple and be sure to tell your friends. Remember, there is no single or best way to parent. Parenting is a journey and we are all just doing our very best. We wish you happy, healthy, and stress-free parenting. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for the New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China. 
where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.